Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our next guest has taught at Georgia Institute of Technology since 1974. His research focuses on system dynamics and control of fluid power and flexible systems, robotics, human-machine interfaces. He is a co-founder of Comation Inc. and Software Automation Inc. He holds several patents in control-related fields. Please welcome Wayne Book, Professor of Fluid Power and Motion Control, Woodworth School of Mechanical Engineering, Georgia Institute of Technology. Wayne, welcome to the show. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Well, we're delighted to have you. So, you know what? I love talking about machine control because... It is used in so many ways, but I'd love your definition of how we use it today. Ah, yes. Well, control is a a very uh, general term, but the technology has um, focused on making it much more specific. So we have control at the level of the human uh, in in a lot of uh, equipment for construction, and uh, that seems to be uh, something that's going to continue for quite a while. If we move on down closer to the hardware, we, we have the interface, uh, we have uh, sometimes joysticks, we have steering wheels, we have foot pedals, etc., buttons and so on. Uh, but then taking that signal and bringing it down to making the machine do what it wants to do, we have uh, often feedback control or other types of um, control which work to overcome the stubbornness of of the mechanism or the machine and uh, to get it to follow the instructions that uh, the operator is giving to it. So the control is is a very, uh, it can apply in any of those levels. So for the purpose of our discussion, when we want to talk about in construction, why is machine control so important. In fact, we we had last week, we had the expo, and we saw a lot of manufacturers talking about machine control, and we talk about how it's evolving in telematics. Why is it getting so much momentum now? We talk about the Internet of Things. Why is it so important when we talk about construction today? Well, uh, construction is an activity which has a lot of variability. Uh, You can't... uh, put a hole in the ground and expect to find a uniform resistance to, uh, of the soil around it. So uh, how you respond to that variability is part of what makes control uh, so interesting, at least to me, but also uh, somewhat difficult. And as the technology is improving, we have a lot of new opportunities, and we, we see those in uh, everyday things such as um, uh, the way we drive our cars, or uh, the potential for self-driving cars. So we have, uh, I, I think it's the technology that's now available to address some of the challenges uh, that, that really help us uh, or push forward the ideas of control. And, and, and that's an interesting point because th- when you look at that, I mean, everybody wants to say the machine does everything, but do you still think we need to control with the human in this? Because 
you know, we always say it's human machine interface, right? HMI. And then we say now it's machine to machine. It's just the machine, but somebody's got to interpret the data, right? When we talk about big data or whatever, and why do we need to get to the point where we automate it completely and we take the human out of it? I mean, where are we today? And and it's interesting because I, I know, and, and I guess I should say congratulations because you guys for the second year, I guess U.S. News ranked your school of engineering number seven. So congratulations on that. But you guys are studying a lot of great things. So what's really going on here? I, I'm trying to grasp it all, and I think you probably know better than most. Well, the uh, the, the first, uh, your question about uh, removing the human from the loop here is, uh, is a very interesting one. What we uh, ultimately want to do is have machines carry out our wishes. We have to convey those wishes to the machine in some way. Um, those, that might be a very abstract way, you know, dig this hole, or, but more likely it's a matter of, uh, of saying, I, I want uh, this amount of dirt to be moved from point A to point B, put in the truck, I want a flat bottom, and I want uh, straight sides on my trench. Or <clears throat> so so the, the means of prescribing what we want the machine to do is still a human operation. I don't think we ever want to get away from that because we want machines to be our servants and not our masters. Uh, so as, as time goes forward, we've uh, moved farther and farther away from the actual interface of uh, putting a shovel into the ground. Uh, you know, we used to uh, put a shovel in the ground, and that, we, that was the way we did things, or that's the way it was done. Uh, then we were controlling the flow directly of, of hydraulic fluid going to um, cylinders which, which moved the bucket up. Uh, then we uh, were electronically controlling valves, which were then controlling the flow of fluid, and now we are looking at uh, uh, controlling, giving our commands to computers or some sort of computational device, which then decides how the valves have to be moved, the valves then moving the fluid to the cylinder, which then moved the bucket, which moved the dirt. So, <laughs> so we're, we're sort of backing away from the, uh, the dirty part of this and uh, getting more involved with the intellectual or the, the, the mental part of how we want uh, the job to proceed. And I, I think we always want to be uh, in the control of the machine. It's just a matter of, of what is the most effective point at, uh, given the technology and the purpose of our jobs. So there, you just described a lot of variables in that. So are we saying then... Are we able to ever effectively judge the human operator versus the machine interface then? I mean, is that what I'm hearing you describe? Because it sounds like we want to have the machine do some of the work, but we never want the machine to ultimately, I, I don't want to say, because then we have a, dis, a challenge with Watson, I guess, <laughs> to, to make all the decisions. So there's, there's got to be a, a common ground here, I, I guess, is what I'm asking on that. Well, certainly there is, and and I think we'll always have uh, a range of uh, places where we we interface with the machines. So we're not uh, going to jump right into um, the high level 
abstract definition of what needs to be done. There's always going to be a, a, a sort of the almost the artisan's involvement with the with the operation, so that you're uh, able to paint your your wall the color that you want it. Uh, you don't necessarily want the machine to decide that, uh, although you might use a machine or a computer in, with its display to help you select some various alternatives. <clears throat> when you get down to uh, the kind of equipment that we're, we're talking about with uh, Con Expo, uh, that uh, it becomes uh, I, I, harder to define, and there's so many different applications there, whether it's uh, putting asphalt down on the road or whether it's uh, digging a trench for pipeline. But, so, um, so okay, we, but I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I guess the question would be, are we looking at this, and, and this is a really great point that you make, there's a difference between, and I'm going to date myself here, mood rings that are going to change the, our feelings about what colors we want something. You know, we want the color of our car, the color of the paint on the wall that you just described, or making a, dig, a decision as an excavator or something, you know, in, in digging a trench that you describe and how deep or something. So there's decisions that have to be made that have to be very specific that aren't based on emotion, that are based on need of something very that are critical for how deep you're digging or something. So we have to be able to look at the relevance and those variables have to be very effective in how the operator interface is actually working is what you're describing. Right. Uh, and, and the painting uh, example is probably uh, quite distant from the kind of machines we see at Con Expo, but, uh, but not totally removed from that. And if, we're, if we go back to the, the trenching problem, um, we, we may have some options of what to do uh, with a, a given obstacle. Uh, are we going to try to remove a, a boulder from the trench? Are we going to try to uh, maneuver around it, or are we going to blast it out of uh, out of our way? The these are still decisions which uh, require our our intelligence and and uh, a more general understanding of of the problem at hand. That we're we're not ready to assign that over to uh, to the device which is actually carrying out. And and as you talk about uh, how do we measure? the effectiveness of, of a controller, and, a, and we really want to get down to what the cost is of operating uh, and, and getting the job done. Then the cost includes things like fuel. It includes the time that we have use of the machine and the, the operator, and it includes uh, the training of the operator. How, how difficult is it? For the operator to learn to operate a complex machine with multiple degrees of freedom and and uh, you know utilize to the fullest extent the the capabilities of that machine, so I think that's that's a place where we can do a lot of improvement and uh, and have some shared control between the operator and a, a computer interface. Wayne, we're out of time, but I hope you'll come back and we'll talk more about this. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much. Okay, uh, Peggy, I enjoyed talking with you, and uh, great show. Thank you. All right, listeners, we're out of time. Stick around.
around. We've got more to come right here on ConExpo ConAg Radio. Successful cyber attacks have increased 46% in the last four years. Cybersecurity is everyone's responsibility. Arm and protect yourself with information from Securing Our eCity Foundation. They're a nonprofit offering free seminars and online resources to help us, our businesses, and community to live and work in a safer cyber world. Contact Securing Our eCity Foundation at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. Improve your business and your life with useful information from experts and thought leaders. WS Radio is radio with ROI. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business, but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. That's ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. much to do? Not enough time to get it done? Call on the experts at Another 8 Hours for your business support needs. By partnering with Another 8 Hours, we allow you to focus on the more important matters, like being in front of your clients, doing what you do best, rather than being stuck at a desk pouring over paperwork, rummaging through emails, returning phone calls, and struggling to get everything done by yourself. Meanwhile, your family and social life are going down the drain. Go to Another8Hours.com or call 8 More Hours. That's 866-734-6877. 